you you probably won't plan on cussing or anything, but if you do, I do have this. So if you do plan on cuss, I can I can just beep you out, okay? Okay. Because <laughs> I, I know how wild and crazy you can get, so. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. Welcome to Backstage with John Wilson, a podcast where we go behind the scenes to look at the Christian contemporary music industry, music festivals, and real-life encouraging stories from our experience. Our goal is to display how God is using Christian music to transform lives and to take church outside the walls. For more info about Light the Way Ministry, go to lightthewayministry.com. And with that, here's this week's episode. Well, welcome everyone to this week's episode of Backstage with John Wilson. I am the host, John Wilson, of course. Uh, You know, I owe you all an apology because we kind of forgot to release a podcast last week. We got a little busy and we're like, hey, why didn't we get any notifications of um, not having a podcast released? And it dawned on us that uh, we didn't do one. That's why. So forgive us for skipping a week. We, we're, we're getting into a very, very busy season, which I'm excited about. Uh, but we're, we got to stay dedicated, you know, into these podcasts because you guys call us, message us and be like, hey, what's going on? Why haven't we heard anything? And, you know, well, it's not that we're lazy. Well, maybe. I don't know. We'll figure that out. But Nate's not here with me this morning. However, I have an amazing guest. I This this uh, guest of ours is um, just truly, truly amazing. But before I introduce her to you, uh, just a quick reminder again, Light the Way Music Festival 2023, July 7th and 8th, now at our new permanent location in Ozark, Missouri at Faith Family Farms, Tickets are on sale, and I have to say, for as early as it is, they are moving. So don't wait. This is the super early bird. So you can save up to $30 right now, and all you have to do is just go to our website at likethewayministry.com, get your tickets. Don't wait. It's going to be amazing. we got Newsboys, Ann Wilson, Colton Dixon, Matthew West, Katie, Nicole. I mean, the whole M. And not only do we have some artists, but... You're hearing it first right now on the podcast. We have, for the first time ever, are introducing at the end of Saturday's Night Festival a firework display. We we just launched it or just uh, uh, confirmed it yesterday. So you're hearing it first right here on this podcast. So we're super excited. You want to stick around for the fireworks at the end of Matthew West's set on Saturday. So it's going to be a great time. Get your tickets right now at lightthewayministry.com. All right, enough of that. Get that out of the way. I'm super excited to jump in with my guest. And not only is she a guest of ours and a friend of mine, but she is also one of our newly elected board members for the ministry here. Uh, she, a very well-known speaker, um, runs a ministry called International Pursuit Ministries, goes all over the globe speaking powerhouse. She is such a powerhouse, and I am super excited to help. Welcome! I just need you all to help me welcome Miss Sarah Forges. Hello. <laughs> How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm great. How are you? Oh, I am so good. Thank you so much for coming on the uh, show with us today. And uh, you're a busy person. I mean, we probably booked this a year ago and we're finally making it happen. 
<laughs> yeah, no doubt. Seriously. Um, but you're busy too. And it's a good, it's a good kind of busy. So, um, you know, make sure you take the Sabbath, but otherwise work your tail off the other six days. Right. That's, that's right. And that's what you're doing. So, you know, for the listeners, uh, Sarah for has, you're locally known in our area, but for folks who are outside of our area who may not know who Sarah is, maybe tell us a little bit of who you are. I mean, you could go to your website and I mean, you you've spent what, 17 years as a TV journalist. And, and I mean, I don't want to give away too much of your thunder, but for the folks who may not know who you are, tell us who you are. Okay. Yeah. So I spent 17 years in local television news. Um, most of that in Springfield, Missouri, which is where I met you, John. Mm -hmm. Um, but I have been near Dallas, Washington, DC, Oklahoma city, just different places. Um, along my journey, uh, was born and raised in a tiny little town in Oklahoma, um, called Fort Gibson. Not that anyone knows where that is, <laughs> but Merle Haggard, um, did put us on the map when he sung about Muskogee. So <laughs> it's right by Muskogee. And, uh, thank you, Merle. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I've always mainly covered crime in courts, uh, which mm. you could call the bad news. Mm. Uh, and then the Lord said, you are to go share the good news. Mm. And so it was like this, um, switch, you know, from bad news coverage every day to now good news coverage every day. And I'm super thankful for the journey and I uh, wouldn't trade TV news for anything. Um, because it brought me really to the good news because when there is so much bad news in your life, um, if you don't get to know the author of the good news, um, then your days are pretty dark. Right. So wow. thankful for the journey. Absolutely. Well, thank you. Uh, so, you know, you've been in TV and you said 17 years. What I think is so funny about that is uh, I've been in the industry, music industry for 17 years. So that's kind of cool. Like how God kind of placed us in our past 17 years ago and then kind of the full circle bringing us together. That's really, really awesome. Um, you know, so yeah. you've, um, not only are you like a, an amazing speaker and, and you go all over the place, you've, you've been to some pretty interesting places. Actually, matter of fact, you've been to, uh, uh, Jerusalem, right? Like you've been over to Israel and yes. all that stuff, right? Tell, tell me a little bit about those experience. I mean, that's, is just not everyone gets to experience that. But you've had the yeah, honor to do that. Yeah, it was amazing. We went with our home church, uh, which I love the local church. Please, everybody, join a local church that actually teaches the Bible yeah. um, and then watch your life radically transform. But uh, we went with our local church in 2019, um, and my pastor's wife was sick, unfortunately. She was unable to make the trip. Uh, so he, my pastor asked if I could speak at one of the sites, which was Magdala, mm. where Mary Magdalene comes from. So I spoke there at that site and it was uploaded to YouTube. Um, a woman from Missouri saw it and said, Hey, uh, you are supposed to lead a trip. And mm. I started laughing. I was like, listen, lady, I love the Lord. I love <laughs> the Bible. I read the Bible all the time, but I cannot lead a trip to Israel. Like, <laughs> trust me, you're going to want someone who knows the Bible <laughs> way better than I do. And she said, no, no, no. I want you to lead a trip and do just like a small little devotional at each of the sites, but we will still have a Jewish tour guide who, you know, does this for a living over there. Mm. I was like, oh, okay. All right. So that feels a lot more digestible. Um, and so <laughs> my husband and I got to lead a trip in June and um, through Maranatha Tours, um, who is amazing, and 
yeah, they said like, let's do it again. So now we're leading another trip in 2024. Oh wow! Um, and we do have um, we this past time around and in 2024 we have a Messianic Jew um, as our guide, which most of them are not. By the way, most of right. the guides are not um, Jesus followers, and so it's really amazing to have one who is because they're their perspective is just unbelievably amazing. Um, and so when we found out that our guide would be available again in 2024, we said, yes, absolutely. We'll, we'd love to do it again. So anyway, wow. come along. Honestly, if you follow me on social media, uh, Sarah Forhets, it's a weird name, but Sarah with no H. <laughs> and then Forhets, I married this, don't worry. Uh, my husband, um, Hungarian. It's all his F-O-R. fault. F-O-R. <laughs> it is. I had such a cool TV name until I got married. So, um, you know, I, what do you do, though? I Honestly, I didn't take his name right off the bat um, on television. But oh, then seriously? I got pregnant. Uh, so then it was just awkward. Yeah. I was like, okay, so by the way, I'm married to this guy named Ethan Foreheads. So, um, <laughs> Which we love. Anyway, Ethan. follow us, though, and I'll put the link um, on there. I'll, I'll, I'll refresh it to the top of the page to go to Israel with us. But, yeah, we're going in June of 2024. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Maybe maybe send me a, send us a link, and we'll put it on our on our, uh, on our our Facebook group for the podcast listeners. Okay, too. I will do that. Yeah, yeah I'd love to. That would to. be awesome. Yeah, so— like you said, you're married, uh, Ethan Forhez, and you have three three awesome kids. I, I, I think I've not officially met all of them, but I've met them in kind of passing and whatnot. But I could just tell they're amazing. I mean, just knowing you and knowing Ethan, your husband, I mean, you guys are two of the most amazing people in the world. We should have had him on, too, but he probably would have stole all your thunder. <laughs> yeah, he's got that baritone in his voice. He's got a commanding presence. So, he, he does. Uh, you know, yeah, they're 9, 11, and 13. Wow. Um, and my most favorite thing is that they roll with the punches, mm. that they're learning how not to sweat the small stuff and to give themselves to the big stuff. Mm. Um, so that's my goal in life is um, just perspective. You know, I took my two older ones are girls. We took mm-hmm. them to Africa last year and the year before, um, and we're going again this year. And just to watch them, you know, work in an orphanage to um, just befriend, you know, these people who don't even speak their language, but, um, and now they're, you know, raising money. Yesterday they were in my neighborhood selling uh, stickers to help support the building of a new orphanage. Um, It's just cool. You know, I don't know. They're, they're amazing. I take zero credit because trust me, I was a rebel without a cause until the day I was saved. Um, I tell my husband often, sometimes parenting to me feels like trial and error, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it is by the grace of God. Um, as a, at this stage, at this juncture, they all follow Jesus. And I just pray every night that they will have a, their own genuine personal relationship yeah. that they would not rely on my faith but have their own faith that's so. good that's 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 every prayer that a, every parent needs to be praying really i mean for their Amen. kids for yes their kids. so so you, you know um and i want to talk about your involvement with light the way but i mean i i would love to see if you'd have if you would share a little bit of maybe your testimony like how did you come to know christ and you you say you're a rebel without a cause but for many people who don't know you they may not understand what that actually truly means. So if you wouldn't mind, maybe share a little bit of what that what that encounter was, kind of who was who was Sarah Forhez before Sarah Forhez. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So um I was raised by my mom and um 
we went to church, you know, fairly regularly, but I was gone a lot to my dad's on the weekends and um, just, just, I don't know. I mean, I think I knew about Jesus, um, but I didn't know him, Mm. if that makes sense. Like Mm -hmm. I knew about him, but I didn't really know him. Um, And it felt very much like rules to me. Like you have to do this. You can't do that. You must do this. You can't do that. And I don't know that that was taught, but that's what was caught. And so I felt very much like around, I don't know, teenage years. I'm like, I don't, I don't really care to keep the rules as it turns out. Like I'm not by nature, Mm. a rule follower. Like some people are, God bless them, but I'm just not. And so at some point I thought, I don't really care to keep the rules anymore. Um, And then when I went off to college, that was like just magnified because um, you have a lot of freedom that you haven't previously had. All of a sudden you have professors who question your faith and belief in God. And I didn't have a backbone. And so um, there was just no rock solid foundation. Mm. And I was just kind of like, yeah, I, I don't even know why I believe what I believe or who it is that I believe in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started, um, you know, just going left basically. Um, and then working in media, which I love the media, but it's obviously very secular, right. uh, very liberal thinking. You're surrounded by, um, by people who for the most part, obviously not all, but many of them, um, are not Christ followers. Um, and you know, when they're older than you and wiser than you, you start to respect that and you're like, yeah, you know, and you just really kind of take that on. Um, and so then fast forward, I meet my husband who's also in the media. Mm. Um, and he is 10 years older than me. And I was just like, man, there is something unique about that man. Like he's got a command about his presence. Mm. Um, he's actually a man, of few words. He's an introvert, even though he's been on the news his whole life. (laughs) And, um, I just remember that he would sit in meetings and kind of play devil's advocate. And it just was fascinating to me that he seemed to have this quiet leadership, this firm foundation. Mm. And as we started dating, as I got to know him, um, he was very much, um, you know, like ultimatum, like, listen, I love God and I'm going to follow him. And if you're not, I'm not interested Um, I think he said it more eloquently (laughs) than that, (laughs) but, um, through that process, I started going to church with him. Um, and I go to a church that, um, preaches the Bible expositorily, which is like Mm -hmm. chapter by chapter, verse by verse and learning the Bible. I'm a reader, like, and I, I'm a researcher. Like I like to figure out the why behind the what, you know, and the who behind the what. Um, and so I just started reading the word really at first along with my pastor and then eventually on my own. But, Mm. um, I'm telling you, like, I love, love, love the local church because it is the establishment that God has created, even though it's not perfect. Like people walk away from the local church because they get hurt somehow. Right. But like, it's still God's establishment that you're walking away from. I mean, if you're married, you are in God's establishment but it's not perfect, Mm. but you don't just like walk away from your spouse because he's hurtful or she's hurtful at some juncture. You know what I mean? And so I've just stayed planted for, um, my whole married life. I've been at the same church. And I mean, there have been times and seasons of course, where I'm like, "Eh, I don't know that I would have done it that way necessarily, but ultimately their heart is after the Lord. Mm. Um, and we don't all get it right every time. Not that they've gotten it wrong, by the way, like, mm-hmm. cause I get it wrong too. Right. Sure. But my point is 
it's not like I've agreed with them 100% of the time on 100% of the issues. Um, but I am fully keenly aware that this is God's establishment, that people need grace just like I need it. Um, and that if you will plant yourself, um, your life will flourish in God's courts. That's a verse, Psalm 92, I think, mm. Psalm 92, 13. But you plant yourself and then you watch the Lord flourish your life. And to be planted in his established church is what that verse is talking about. Yeah, that's so good. You know, uh, thank you for sharing, you know, for some of our listeners who may not know who you are. I mean, such an amazing story of uh, just kind of how God just met you where you were. And I love how you how your heart is for the church. The church is very important. You know, some people may get that a little confused with our ministry because our, our ministry's mission statement is taking church outside the walls, you know, and, and what we mean by that is we, us individuals, we're actually the church, you know, we're, we're, we're the church. The Where we go on Sundays and Wednesdays is a, is a building of, of gathering, of gathering of the church. So, you know, but it is important because that's our, I call that the, the building, our gas station for the week. It's, it's our place where we got to go, get filled back up and get back out there. And it's so important to be involved in the local church. So I love that you're, you're talking about that a little bit because it's, it's very, very valuable. I mean, I see so many people more now than ever since COVID, that that kind of the enemy came in and took so many people away from the church, um, and it gave yeah. them it gave them that excuse not to go. And some are still standing on that. So maybe you're listening right now, and you're just you're kind of on that fence. Should I go back? Should I, you know, should I continue? I mean, yeah, it, yes, go back. It's important. Right. The fellowship. The, the communion together, the unity together, to be in the atmosphere. The Word says when two or more are gathered, my presence is there. And you, you can have church at home. Don't get me wrong. You can have church at home. But there's something about the unity of, of, of many, of the multitudes coming together to worship our King. Yeah. It is, it's beautiful. It's uplifting. It's encouraging. So maybe you're struggling about that. Maybe you're like, eh, I don't want to go. Well, no, go. If you have yeah. to think well, about it, think, go. <laughs> you know, it's a commandment to go. I mean, it says, mm -hmm. do not forsake the gathering together, especially as you see the day drawing near. Um, and I think indicative in that verse um, is it will make a lot of sense to the watching world to forsake the gathering. It will, it will make sense. That's why it's a commandment not to forsake it. Right. Like with COVID, I get it. Like, yes, it makes sense, right? Like we don't all want to get COVID. We, we need to, um, you know, stay away from each other. Right. Then why did God say, don't forsake it? Don't forsake it. It's a commandment not to, because it makes sense to forsake it. Mm. That's why he's like giving us the instruction not to forsake it. And everything that John said absolutely is true. But even more than that, I think that there is a supernatural element to being plugged and planted in the body of Christ that we cannot even fathom or begin to understand because Christ is so strong mm. on the commandment to stay planted in the church. Like, I think there's a covering um, that we can't even begin to imagine that we're going to need because it says, especially as the day is drawing near, like the second coming is drawing near. So. Right. Wow. Wow. Well, I mean, awesome. Thank you for the reminder and the encouragement there. Um, so let's talk about a little bit of your involvement uh, with Light the Way. Uh, you know, so the first time uh, we connected, 
um, I believe, in the first time you actually spoke, because you've spoken at two, three of our festivals. I can't, re- I can't remember. I think two. Um, yeah, of our two festivals. of the festivals, and then at the volunteer rally. So yeah, that's right. Maybe so two or three, two or three. <laughs> yeah, uh, but you know, it's it's so you you came to us, or we we came to you, I think, um, in 2019 when we had Carrie Job. I think you spoke on the night when Carrie Job was there. Um, yes, you came to me because I didn't know you yet. Remember? That's, that's right. That was yeah. where we met. That's right. Gosh. That's right. And I'm like let's do this, you know? So, uh, but I reached out and, and, and I was like, I, I really felt like I needed a, a female speaker at that, at that year, at that day. And I, I didn't know like, wow, there's not very many of them. And so, uh, and then we kind of crossed paths and, and, and reached out. So maybe tell, you know, your experience as a speaker and you've, you've also come to the festival not speaking, <laughs> just right. coming as a as a festival goer. So maybe tell the folks who's never been to our festival, who's considering about coming this summer, kind of the experience as a speaker and as a as just a regular uh, uh, festival goer. I would say that your mission statement alone, taking the church outside the walls, um, is enough for me to be all in, um, because there are many people who won't go to a church because they're not yet in relationship with the Lord, but they would go to a concert. Um, You know, in Ephesians, Paul says, make the most of every opportunity. And I see Light the Way as an opportunity for Christians to bring non-Christians into relationship with Christ. Mm -hmm. Um, Because there's not, you know, as far as like what what fun things can you go do um, for the purpose of ministry, Like, I mean, how many times can you go out to eat? Not that you shouldn't because that's important too, right? But (laughs) other than like going out to eat, like so much of secular culture um, is just not, it's not like bent toward holiness, you know? And, And God says, be holy because I am holy. Like, so I believe that that's a pursuit, you know, an intentional pursuit, but a concert is like so fun and people will go. I mean, non-Christians will go um, right. because it's good music and people appreciate good music. Um, and so, yeah, I think light the way for me, honestly, I've seen so many testimonies too, just being out there. Mm. Um, speaking at the volunteer rally, for instance, uh, there was a man who I talked to who was addicted to hardcore drugs for a long time. He mm. got saved at a light the way rally and now he's a volunteer there. And, um, I got to pray with him just, you know, a few months ago at this, at the latest festival and, Mm. um, he's staying the course. I mean, he's staying strong and, um, I just love to watch God do, um, through a concert, something like it's an atmosphere and an environment that you would not be at on your own. Like it's a corporate setting. Um, and faith is contagious. It can be caught from those around you. Um, you know, it says, all you need is a mustard seed of faith. Well, sometimes people are out of their mustard seeds, right? but you have one that you can lend. Um, and in that environment, like just to be able to pray with people and then to watch God literally do signs and wonders. Um, I mean, the year I spoke, there was a man who came out of a wheelchair. Um, mm-hmm. And then fast forward, I spoke at your, um, your next one, which was closer to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Um, and that man who came out of the wheelchair, who I never thought I'd see again in my whole life, was standing <laughs> right in front of me. And I was like, Oh my goodness. Like I recognized him. I was like, you're, and he's like, yeah, I am. I was the man who used to be in a wheelchair until wow. like the way. And then I got out of a wheelchair. 
and I was like blown away on the stage. Yeah. Um, I remember that day because it was was like, it was like, wait, what is going on with Sarah? Like what? Cause you were, you were in your, you were in your zone. You were, you were spitting out fire. And then all of a sudden you get distracted in a way that's like, wait, it was, it was a bad, not a bad distraction. It was a like, what is something's happened and, and you're, you, it's when you identified and seen who he was. And it was just yeah. Like, I mean, oh, wow. it was powerful. You know, sometimes you pray for someone and you don't really know right. how it turns out necessarily. Um, but in this case, I mean, I got to see him get out of the wheelchair that night, but of mm. course then you're like, Oh Lord, like I pray that this is not just like a temporary thing. Like keep on keeping on, like keep pressing right. in, you know, and then here you, yeah. I mean, it was like months later. You Specifically know? talking so. about that night, I remember when it was happening because uh, all of a sudden there was such a large crowd of people surrounding our prayer tent, more than just the prayer yeah. counselors. I mean, all the, all of our prayer counselors at our festival are identified by a separate color shirt, and it says prayer counselor or lifeguard or whatever, whatever that looks like. And and there was there was a ton of those uh, prayer people around, but then more people. And it was like. My first instinct was, because I didn't know what was going on, I thought, oh no, somebody's went down. And at this same time, Carrie Jo was performing on, on the stage, and she was she was doing her set. And then all of a sudden, when I got over there, I, I seen what was happening, and this guy was in the wheelchair, and he was, he was I mean, tons of people praying for him, and he just, he just stood up and, and had a little bit of help, but started walking, and the next thing you know... He's walking in front of the stage, and then it actually captured Carrie's attention as well, too. And it threw her off because she's like, what's going on, you know? Uh, I mean, it was. we actually have video of it. We'll have to get that out of the archives and get it posted again because, I mean, that was was a beautiful, beautiful moment. So, um, but yeah, you... you, uh, And then you've also come to the festival, just not as a speaker. You just come to attend and... As as an attendance uh, person, like tell us a little bit of what that looks like for someone who's never been. Um, I would say first of all, it's just fun. I mean, it's a good time. There's typically uh, corn dogs as well, so I'm just saying. <laughs> I got to call. I, I got to call the corn dog. But if I'm at the fair or at Light the Way, I'm getting a corn dog. Yeah, so. I got. I got to call um, the corn dog. Thanks for the note. <laughs> I got to call the vendor. Yes, no doubt. You better get get that vendor on the line. I'm telling you, because um, corn dogs will preach too. You yeah. know, like. <laughs> Like conversation over corn dogs. We have a great. we have a, a previous podcast. We talked about uh, Crowder this year, last summer, uh, and his corn dog experience. <laughs> That's funny. It's That's hilarious. funny. But yeah, I mean, I um, I've been a couple times, and I also always try to bring someone with me who is not yet a Christ follower. Mm. Um, because I think it's good for people. Um, this would have been true of me, uh, before Christ. Like it's good for people to see other people having fun who are Christians because somehow, um, I think that the enemy tries to make Christianity seem like this. You have to do this and you can't do this like rule book. Mm. Um, and for people like myself who just enjoy being with friends and having a good time, like you think that that has to look like something, you know, like there has to be alcohol involved or that. And that's just not true. It's just not true. So to bring someone into just a fun um, environment where there's a ton of people having a great time and there's not, not everybody is like slosh drunk, you know, you're like, right. oh, like these people, it just, I feel like it's instructive, 
really it's instructive, mm. you know? Yeah. yeah. But, um, I, I mean, this past year, like I was able to give some tickets to, um, a mother, a single mom, um, and her boy who would not have been able to go otherwise. And mm. so to watch them experience that, to watch her get to have, um, a moment of like praise and worship to God with her young boy. I mean, it's impactful, um, beyond anything that we can actually probably really comprehend fully in the moment. Mm. Um, because when you're around the presence of God, you're transformed. Um, and it's a continual work. It doesn't just end right there. Like the seed has been planted, um, and then it will continue to grow. Um, and so not just people coming to salvation, um, but even the people who maybe haven't made a decision yet, but the seeds are there. Um, and kind of like, like you said, taking the church outside the walls um, happens intentionally, right? Like we are the church, um, right. but it, it it's an intentional pursuit of Jesus. Otherwise, you know, we look like the world and nobody knows why we have the hope within us. Um, but, you know, we're told like, be ready, be prepared in and out of season to give people a reason for the hope that is within us and at light the way it is on full display. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Sarah, I, again, thank you so much. We're, we're super excited for what God is doing through you and in your ministry. Uh, you know, you're, you're one of our newest board members, so we're super excited about what you bring to the table for us and help us expand. And also, you're speaking this year, um, at, or not this year, but this summer coming up uh, at our Ozark Festival. And then, you know, many of the listeners uh, listening now, they know that we've we've casted out that vision of doing 10 festivals across the country. Um, I know some in Tulsa and here in Memphis and D.C. and Phoenix and several, and, and you're going to be speaking at many of those as well, too, uh, outside of our little worship nights that we're going to do here and there throughout the region as well. Uh, so you'll be seeing a lot of Sarah Forges in our, in our, in our ministry. Yeah. I'm telling uh, you though, the fields are ripe for harvest. Yeah, yeah. The fields are ripe for harvest and the laborers are few. So right. listen, if you are in one of those cities we're going to, um, get on our website, the yeah. Light the Way Ministry website, and become a part. Be a part of what God is doing. Listen, I am a pretty driven, high-achieving, like goal-setting type of person, but there is nothing better than plugging into what the Lord is doing on the earth. Mm. And Light the Way is one thing that you can become involved in wherever you are in one of those cities. Um, and be a part of the Lord's work, uh, because guess what? Time is short. So make the most of every opportunity because the days are evil, um, right. according to Ephesians. But here we are, um, and we get to be a part of what the Lord is doing through Light the Way. And honestly, it's an exciting time. It is. And we're, I mean, this is a new venture for us. It's its a challenge. It's its growth. It's, uh, you know, God's moving. And, and I can't wait. I, I mean, Yesterday, just yesterday alone, we were. I got off the phone, and I've got uh, a church and a pastor that is wanting to fly me to another location next week, <laughs> just to look at his farm to see if we can bring a light the way festival there. So it's just like the phones are ringing off the hook that they want us to come. That's awesome. There's a hunger, and it's 
uh, frankly, it scares me, <laughs> but it excites me too because I know, like you said, I mean, the, it's ready. The fields are ready. It's time to. It's yeah. time to. Uh, time to move forward. So, uh, you know, thank you again for for one being a part of our ministry. Uh, it's it's such an honor to have you as a board member, and such a great honor to have you as as our speaker at many of our events that we're going to have in the future. Um, so maybe a yeah. church or a pastor or someone is listening to our podcast and, and they're like, man, I'd love to get Sarah to come to our church or something. How can they reach out to you? Do you have a website? I know you got social media. I but... do, yes. Mm-hmm. Sarah is S-A-R-A, four hats, F as in Frank, O-R-H-E-T-Z. I know it's a crazy name. Um, <laughs> or you can message me on Instagram or Facebook. Um, or go to my website either way, but listen, become a part of light the way. I mean, listen, if churches are hearing this and you're like, man, I wish we could, I I always wish that we could do something as a church, like rally behind a cause as a church, um, check out light the way I'm telling you it is life changing for people, um, Christians and non-Christians alike to take the church outside the walls and it does cost money as it turns out, it costs a lot of money to put on concerts. And so, um, I know that John would be so thankful for your financial support, your prayer support. Um, and John, I just love you and Beth so much, your Um, wife, she's lovely. And, um, you guys have such an incredible testimony yourselves. Um, much of that through, you know, secular music turned Christian music. And now the Lord has you on a path and I know you're scared and nervous as you should be, but, um, (laughs) Cause it's a big, it's a big job, but the Lord is in it. He's on it and he will make a way. Oh, thank you. Thank you for those encouragements, Sarah. I really, really appreciate it. Again, you can always go to our website at lightthewayministry.com to get your tickets, find out more and reach out to Sarah Forhas. She'd love to come see you. Thanks for hanging out with us. Be sure to follow us on all your favorite podcast platforms. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and our website, lightthewayministry.com. So together, we can take church outside the walls.